Hey, what's up, guys? This is Austin, and you're listening to the Gritty and Curious podcast. So I'm sure you guys noticed I changed the name of my podcast and the name of my blog from Sam Austin blog to Gritty and Curious. And the reason I did that is because I wanted to create a brand around something else that wasn't exactly myself. Um, I'm still going to be sharing my opinions on things and providing advice in any way that I can on the Gritty and Curious blog, but I also just think that it's a better thing to do to kind of build a brand around something rather than specifically myself. Um, And I did a little bit of research about like other blogs that have appealed to me. One of them is called Scott, his name's Scott Galloway, Professor Galloway. Um, he runs a blog called No Mercy, No Malice, and he kind of provided a little bit of inspiration for me and my blogging beginnings and also this podcast journey that I just started on. Um, but also I really like, what's his face? Seth Godin. Um, he's like a marketing guy and I've read a lot of his books. One of them I just finished called Tribes is an awesome book about, how to create a community of people around a common idea. Uh, maybe I'll do a podcast or a blog post on that later on. But anyway, these are two blogs that I really enjoy. I like the way that they're formatted. I like how they're simple. And they kind of um, offer the best of both worlds. I think that Seth's blog is kind of focused more around himself and their short little blips of information. And Scott Galloway's blog is more about other things that are going around the world. So what I decided to do is put both of those things together and I created Gritty and Curious. The URL is still samawson.blog and you'll still see my picture at the end of every blog post and on the, the front page of it, of the, of the blog. Um, but anyway, that's what... This is why, that's kind of why I changed it to Too Gritty and Curious. I hope you guys like the name. Anyway, let's get into the podcast. So today is Earth Day. It's actually the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. And I didn't know that at all. Um, I was actually on Twitter this morning and I saw Earth Day trending and I was like, oh, Earth Day. The only thing I remember about Earth Day growing up is... That it was the day in elementary school where we'd all go outside and the principal would plant a tree in the ground and we'd stand there and then we'd go back inside. And then also, this might have been Arbor Day. I did a little bit of research on it. But we also, I think Arbor Day is on the 20th. I'm not sure what day it is. But anyway, I remember getting like these little trees, like little seedling evergreen trees. And I remember taking them home to my parents and they'd sit on the windowsill in the kitchen for days, we'd never plant them, and they would just kind of sit there. And that's kind of what I remember about Earth Day. But I was a little bit more curious about the origins of Earth Day and why we celebrate it and and why it's important. So what I decided to do is kind of reflect on it and do a little bit of research about why we celebrate Earth Day and kind of answer some of these questions. So 
I wrote a, a blog post about this, but I'm just kind of go through and, and talk about kind of what my thought process was with this thing, because prior to writing this post and kind of reflecting on it this morning, Earth Day was the day where in elementary school where we'd get trees and we'd plant trees. And that's kind of all I thought about. But now I think it's a little bit more. So like I said, and I don't know if this is the case for you too, but Earth Day is has always been a day that I thought, oh, it's it's about trees, it's about climate change, you got to plant a tree, this, that. It's much more than that. So why is there an Earth Day? Like I said, throughout my life, never really gave much thought to Earth Day. It's not that I don't think it's an important day, but I never really understood why there was a designated day for admiring the Earth. It's It's a day where you go on Instagram and everybody posts like really pretty pictures about certain things and they say, oh, it's Earth Day, blah, blah, blah. But I never really understood why there was like a designated day for, for doing all of this stuff. Like, shouldn't we just be grateful for what the Earth gave us every day? Isn't that like, it's like an idea that's rooted in most religions. Like you're, you wake up and you're, you admire your environment and your surroundings and you're thankful for everything that God gave you. But a lot of times we take these things for granted. So I guess that's why we have an Earth Day. If there was a question, or if there was an answer, why is there an Earth Day? It's so that we can kind of soak all of this in and just have a day to admire stuff around us. So thank you for all the people that have been posting pretty pictures of the Earth on Earth Day. They're really nice and thank you. So next question is, so why is Earth Day important? We it's this day where we're admiring everything, but what's so, what's so important about it? I think that Earth Day is important because it humbles us. It helps us realize our insignificance in the world. It reinforces our dependence and reminds us to preserve and cherish the things around us. I know when I said insignificant, some of you are probably like, what? Like, why? I'm insignificant? I'm going to explain. Um, it makes sense, I promise. But first of all, it's it's really easy to get overwhelmed with life and so often we drown ourselves in the things that are so out of our control and i think that earth day gives us an opportunity to clear our minds and appreciate all that is around us i think it's just a day to it's almost meditative like it's uh like for me like going on a long run it clears my mind like if you really think about earth day like i did this morning it's kind of like a it opens your eyes and your mind to a bunch of different things. You're like, wow, like this, this stuff is really cool. Like everything around me, look at all these cool pictures on my Instagram of like glaciers and stuff. Like it's just a cool thing to think about and reflect on. But let's go back to the three reasons why Earth Day is important. Number one, it makes us realize our insignificance in the world. So last semester I took a class called Creativity, Innovation, and Entrepreneurship. The class was taught by Professor Mukesh Patel. If you don't know Professor Patel and you go to Rutgers, you got to know this guy. He's an awesome professor. He's super inspirational. He is a lawyer. He's a big startup guy. He's uh, he's just an awesome person to know and to get to um, kind of understand his story. And he's very willing to and open to talking to anybody that's willing to give give him your time. So reach out to him and just talk to him because he's, he's really been a big impact on my life 
and I've had the opportunity to work with him in several different capacities as a teaching assistant and also as a as a student and working on different projects throughout my time at Rutgers. But anyway, going back to the number one reason why Earth Day is important. It makes us realize our insignificance in the world. So like I was saying, I'm in this class, Creativity, Innovation, and Entrepreneurship. And Professor Patel shows us this video to discourage our fear of being creative by making us realize our insignificance in the world today. He does this by showing us this YouTube video called The Cosmic Eye. And I don't know if you've ever seen this, but if you haven't, go on YouTube and type in The Cosmic Eye original HD version. I'm pretty sure this is the one that we we listened to in class or we we watched in class. But the main for the people that aren't going to go and watch the video and I don't blame you. Basically what it is, it starts out with someone laying on the grass and it starts with their eye and the camera just keeps expanding until it's someone laying in a field and then it's the outlines of like different things like if you see when you're like flying in an airplane and then it's like the states and then it's the world and then it's the the moon and it it just keeps going on and on and on and it's just a reinforcer to say hey like our world is so it's just a drop in the pond of what is out there in the universe and if there's anything that you fear right now you shouldn't be scared to be creative and put yourself out there because listen you're you're literally so insignificant in the realm of time and the world for you to hide your uniqueness and creativity so just go out there and be yourself right so this was kind of something that i i thought of when i was reading about earth day and kind of reflecting on its significance um i'm not sure if you feel the same way but this is something that came to mind so that's number one. Number two is it reinforces our dependence on the world. So Earth is a very dangerous place, capable of producing devastating natural disasters and earthquakes, hurricanes, and all of these like crazy things like COVID. These are terrible, terrible things, but it would be 100% scary if we didn't, if we couldn't meet our basic physiological needs. So Think about like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you don't know what that is, look it up. It's like a triangle and it shows like the basic human needs based on like your physiological needs, safety needs, your belongingness and love needs, esteem needs, and then all of these different needs. But the basic need for people is safety. So you need to be secure and safe and physiological needs. So you obviously need food, water, Um, you need warmth and you need to be able to rest in some capacity. You can't just be working all the time. The earth gives us food and water and it's like a very like blunt concept, but it reinforces our dependence on the world. Like if we didn't have food and water and the world was not around to give us these things, we wouldn't be able to survive. So earth day, it reinforces our dependence on the earth. So take care of the earth. So that's number two. So we have number one is it makes us realize our insignificance in the world. And number two, Earth Day reinforces our dependence on the Earth. Number three reminds us to preserve and cherish. So what I mean by this is that not only preserve and cherish the world, but also everything in life. Preserve what is most important to us and and cherish it. Be appreciative of what has been given to to us and take care of it. There's another video I'm going to reference. It's called The Pale Blue Dot. And ironically, this is another video that I watched 
in innovation, creativity, and entrepreneurship um, by Professor Patel. And I'm going to let you watch this, but I'm going to, I want you to watch it because I think it's important, but it really helps put everything into perspective. It's like one of those videos you watch and you're like, holy crap, like that totally changed my mind about everything. Um, and the pale blue dot is the earth. So that's kind of how it ties into Earth Day. But the main theme of the, the video is to preserve and cherish. I think it's something that um, Carl Sagan, who's the, the one that made the video, I believe, um, says like towards the end of the video. And it just kind of has stuck with me. It's like one of those things I wrote down. Um, but yeah, check that out. Pale blue dot Carl Sagan on YouTube. So just to reflect on those, those things. So why is Earth Day important? It makes us realize our insignificance in the world. It reinforces our dependence and it reminds us to preserve and cherish. So I was thinking about Earth Day and then I was like, well, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but it's the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. So I was like, okay, so Earth Day began in 1970. Like what was going on in the world during that period? to create something called Earth Day. So I was curious and I looked up the history of Earth Day. So I'm just gonna read you a little um, thing that I found on earthday.org if you want to learn a little bit more about it. But anyways, so the history of Earth Day. Earth Day was a unified response to an environment in crisis, oil spills, smog, rivers, rivers so polluted they literally caught on fire. On April 22nd, 1970, million 20 million Americans, 10% of the U.S. population at the time, that's a lot of people, um, took to the streets, college campuses, and hundreds of cities to pr protest environmental ignorance and demand a new way forward for our planet. The first Earth Day is credited with launching the modern environmental movement and is now recognized as the planet's largest civic event. So that's kind of crazy. I was just thinking about, you know, what in the world today would make 10% of the US population take the streets and college campuses and hundreds of cities to protest something. I'm not sure if there's a movement like that. And it kind of makes me think like, you know, how, how do ideas translate that quickly to mobilize 10% of the US population? Like it had to be a very, very clear, distinct message that made a bunch of people rally behind this thing. And, it's just crazy to think how how things can last this long as well. Like, you know, it was a huge problem 20 or 50 years ago. And we're still celebrating Earth Day today. And I mean, you could say that about any holiday, but still, it's like a there was for this. It was like one catastrophic event, like everybody came or not catastrophic, but like one event that then snowballed into this thing that has existed for the past 50 years and just makes you think, you know, how do I, ideas exist for this long and what makes ideas stick? And this is just kind of something that I'm interested in. So it was interesting to learn about this in Earth Day and kind of how it mobilized into what it is today. So then I was thinking, you know, this is kind of crazy. This was a, this is, the Earth Day has been going on for the past 50 years, but what's, what is, why is the 50th anniversary of Earth Day different than any other Earth Day in the past? And you probably know where I'm taking this, but Earth Day is different this year because of COVID-19. 
COVID has changed our, all of our lives, undoubtedly. So for some, it's, it's changed our lives very significantly, very significantly. We've experienced death. We've lost our jobs. We've seen things that cannot be unseen. I can't imagine what ER nurses and doctors are seeing on a daily basis. They've been witnessing a lot of death and like my thoughts and prayers go out to them because I, it's something that I couldn't do. And I, a lot of people couldn't do. And I just admire those people so much, all first responders and people that are directly out there every single day fighting this thing, like props to you guys. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, going back to Earth Day, no matter what types of changes COVID has induced on our lives, undoubtedly it has changed the way that we operate day in and day out. We have to practice social distancing. We have to wear a mask when we go to the store. We have to work from home and we have to take classes online. Like these are all changes that happened very rapidly and we had to adapt to these things and change and change is hard. Um, it may be not be as drastic as some other people, but everybody is facing their own battles with this, this thing. Um, but however, amidst all the disturbing changes and all of the things that have happened so far, there's definitely been some happy changes that have happened. And what I want to do is to highlight some of that in relation to Earth Day. We spend more time outside, more time with our families and more time like walking our dogs, taking our dogs on walks. Um, literally, like I walk around my neighborhood. I just started running a lot again and I see more people outside hanging out now more than ever. And it's it, there was definitely like a similar response to this um, during Hurricane Sandy. Like everybody came together. The community was awesome. Like people wanted to help out. Sometimes it takes like a catastrophe to bring people together and to kind of focus on the things that matter most. And it's so interesting to see the things that emerge around this. And one of the things is people are going outside and they're spending time, more time with their families and their pets. And dogs probably hate them now because they're going on 40 walks a day. I know my dog doesn't like me anymore because I take her out all the time. But that's just kind of a point I want to make. You know, the 50th anniversary of Earth Day is different because everybody, for me especially, and I, I hope that for you too, like if we didn't have the ability to even step outside, that would be terrible. Like imagine pollution was so bad that we couldn't go outside and like admire the world around us. So that's just another, you know, th that's why the 50th anniversary of Earth Day is different for me. And this is kind of like why I'm thinking about it now. Like I would, like I said in the beginning, like I never really thought about Earth Day like this. Um, Personally, the only time like what I think about Earth Day is like planting trees and like climate change and stuff, but it's so much more than that. So you're probably asking, you know, how, so how should we, or you're probably thinking, how should I observe Earth Day? And like, I'm posting this the night of Earth Day, but I think that it kind of translates to life, quarantine life moving forward. Um, but you really have to depend, you know, what, or you really have to think about what's important to you. Like, what do you enjoy doing? And some ideas would be like, go for a walk, like plant a garden, like it's going to get nicer outside soon. Try to eat locally and eat real food and mostly plants and plant a tree. So it's all about sustainability and showing your like gratitude for, for the earth and for your community. And I, I recently made a, a post about the future of the food industry and kind of what my thoughts are in that capacity. And it might give you some ideas about 
and kind of inspire you to eat locally and try to eat better foods, um, mostly plants. That's definitely something that I've tried to apply to my life. So if you want to check that out, I might be doing a podcast on that later on, depending on feedback and stuff. But if you go to my blog, it's like a few, a few posts down. Um, that's just something I'm super curious about, like eating locally and sustainably. Um, I'm actually working on a project right now to try to connect local farmers with local consumers through CSA programs. If you don't know what CSA program is, it's basically a program where local farmers or, or like local consumers sign up with a farm and they come pick up a basket of vegetables or produce or meats or eggs or flowers or anything like that every once a once a week or Saturday over the weekend or something like that. It kind of depends. It's very variable, but it's a project I'm working on right now. And I've been in the talks with a lot of different farmers in the New Jersey area. And it's a super interesting program and it's not many people know about it, but I think it's something that people would engage in um, to kind of eat locally, support local local farmers. That's kind of been a common theme throughout the whole quarantine social distancing period is try to shop locally, like support your local businesses, support your local farmers. Like don't go to like shop, right. Or stop and shop or these huge grocers, like go out and try to find locally sourced ingredients and food. Um, it's better for your health and it's definitely better for your community as well. So that's my little rant on CSAs and stuff like that. It's something I'm very passionate about, but that would be a good way to observe Earth Day and maybe help you out moving forward with eating healthily and being more sustainable. So the bottom line of this podcast is just to be grateful, like appreciate the world around you, give thanks to to your environment and your surroundings. It's not all about climate change and planting trees as much as I always think and relate planting trees to Earth Day, it's a big part of it, but it's also about just being appreciative and doing the things that you are able to do and preserving those things for your lifetime. So just my advice would be take some time to think about the Earth um, and think about your insignificance relative to the universe and your dependence on the earth's resources and the ways that you can kind of preserve and cherish the things around you. And if you do these things, we can make the world a better place. So thank you guys so much for listening. This was an interesting topic to talk about earth day explained. This is not something that I've kind of reflected on in the past or paid any attention to at all. It's like one of those holidays that just kind of goes by and you're just like, oh, okay, it's just happened again. Um, But I have a lot of time on my hands with quarantine and I just thought it would be a good idea to kind of explain it a little bit. So this has been Earth Day Explained on the Gritty and Curious podcast. This is Sam Austin Schlesinger, your host. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, I'm going to be coming out with other things similar to this. I'm not sure how consistent it's going to be, but if you enjoyed it, subscribe. And I'm trying to come out with a podcast at least once a week. So stay tuned. So subscribe and I will see you guys next week.